Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's Take. Well, if you follow the news and you are a fan of Bruce Springsteen, you know that his latest concert uh, series of shows early next year with the E Street Band, tickets have gone on sale, and there is a lot of squawking about this. Of course, Bruce Springsteen is one of those artists that always tough to get tickets to see him in concert. And there's a lot of people who are questioning whether or not Ticketmaster is playing fair by them. In some instances, the prices are jacked up and people are reporting uh, costs of four or $5,000 for really good seats. But listen, that's the way the concert game is played. And it's funny because I was thinking back, I have a number of stories to share about Bruce Springsteen. He is one guy I have seen many times in concert, and I thought I would share some of them this morning on Trips Take. Now, the first time I saw Bruce Springsteen was in 1978. It was at the Richfield Coliseum in Cleveland, or outside of Cleveland, I should say. And it was the infamous New Year's Eve show. I say infamous because for a long time, it held the record for the longest Bruce Springsteen concert. It was over four hours long. And it was a wild night. But I didn't get out of there until quarter to two in the morning. And I got to tell you, it was, it was just, it was so cool. And it was my first indoctrination. And honestly, it was my first real concert I attended. I mean, the first concert I attended was Casey and the Sunshine Band back at the Garden State Arts Center, or, or not the Garden State Arts Center, excuse me, uh, Six Flags Great Adventure. But that was like an hour show. And it, I, I don't know if it, it, it counts, but it doesn't count. But Springsteen is the show I saw. And again, it just was amazing. Now, Growing up in New Jersey, I knew who Bruce Springsteen was. I remember emphatically one of the upperclassmen when I was a sophomore just raving about Bruce Springsteen. I mean, almost just, you know, he is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And that always kind of stuck with me. And of course, Born to Run came out in 1975. It was a minor hit nationally. It really didn't get a lot of airplay in the New York area. But uh, as time has gone on, of course, uh, that is probably one of my favorite, if not my most favorite, Bruce Springsteen album, because every track on that, I just love it. So I want to fast forward now. We're up to 1980. Bruce Springsteen has just released The River. Now, in those days, you listen to the radio, and they would put concert tickets on sale and say, go to the Ticketmaster now. But a lot of times, they would limit where you could go and at this point, they announced Bruce Springsteen tickets, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. My buddy John Hager runs into my room and say, dude, we want to go see Springsteen. We're going to have to go to the Richfield Coliseum. That is the closest ticket master. It was at that time, it was five minutes after five. I said, all right, meet me downstairs in five minutes. We'll go. We got in the car. Now, Richfield Coliseum from Ashland College normally is an hour ride. I made it in 40 minutes. Needless to say, I did exceed. I did exceed the 55 mile an hour speed limit. We raced into the Coliseum ticket office with about 10 minutes to spare to six. And there were only a couple people there. So we went in. I bought tickets for both shows. John got a lot of tickets. We walked out. We had a sense of accomplishment. But the ride home to back to school was probably the longest ride we've had because both of us were so jacked up on adrenaline. And we're like, boy, this is going really slow. <laughs> and I saw him those two nights and it was really wonderful. And it was a great concert. And the next time I saw Bruce Springsteen was 
Uh, well, it was 1984. It was the Born in the USA tour, and he was doing an unprecedented 10 nights at the Burn Meadowlands Arena, which uh, has undergone Izod Center, maybe is what you know it as now. So after work on a Friday, I said, all right, I'm off to get tickets, and I ran to the Ticketmaster location, closest one I knew from my house, and the line was already wrapped around the block just about. And they were just spitting out tickets. And I said, you know, I, I got to think my chances of getting tickets, it's 10 nights, should be able to get tickets for one of the nights. Well, as luck would have it, I, you know, you strike up, when you're waiting online, you strike up conversations with folks. And there was a secretary in front of me said, I'm getting two tickets for my boss and that's all I need. Well, somebody came back and said, hey, listen, I got a number. I, 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 I've got to go, but I got a number here. And if somebody wants it, she said, I'll take it. And she go, and, and they explained that they were selling them in six ticket increments. She said, well, I don't need two. I said, I'll take the other four. We walk up to the front of the line. 15 minutes later, I had my four Bruce Springsteen tickets. The best part of that show was I went with my sister. It was the first time she had seen Bruce Springsteen. And I went with my best friends, Dolph and uh, Scott. And, and we really enjoyed it. And of course, it was the Born in the USA tour, which... Born in the USA was the album that really made Bruce Springsteen a superstar. Uh, that album was just, was, was, I mean, in, I can remember it. I'll remember it till the day I die. And it was a great concert. And then over the years, when Bruce would play in New Jersey, he would play multi-night stands at the arena or even at the stadium. And I would go to multiple shows. And I did this a number of times. In 99, I went to three shows. I think he did uh, 12 or 13 shows, something to that effect. But I went to three of the shows in um, 93 or 92 and 93. Uh, 92 uh, went to multiple shows again because that's how much I love Bruce Springsteen. And it was fun going to the concert and I would go with different people and that kind of thing. But in 2000, uh, for my birthday, we went to see him at Madison Square Garden. And of course, first time I had seen him in the iconic Madison Square Garden. And at that point, I, I turned to my uh, Stephanie's mom and I said, you know, I'm, I think I'm Bruce Springsteen out. I think I, I'm good, you know, because I'd seen him a number of times at that point. And the thing that started to bother me about Bruce was he was starting to become very political and very pointed in his commentary. He would talk. That was also the concert tour. He did 41 shots uh, in reference to a police shooting in New York City. And, and, and it kind of started to bother me this, uh, um, you know, I, again, you're allowed to have opinions, but I still like his music, but I, I didn't like that part of it. Well, in 2003, my mother surprised me with tickets to see Bruce Springsteen at giant stadium. Uh, it was out of the blue and I went uh, again to see Bruce Springsteen and it was wonderful. It was a great experience and, and went with my sister, by the way. And, and, and so that was once again, we went to, to see Bruce and it was great. I mean. But again, at that point, you know, I was a father and, and, and then started to move on, had chances to, had a chance to go see him in 2005 and decided not to get tickets because I just, I don't know. I, there's just, you reach a certain point with certain accent stuff. Well, my daughter grew up and he did another concert tour in 2008, did another stadium, uh, uh, stretch. I think it was three or four shows. And so I got tickets for her for Christmas. And we went to the stadium show. Now, this is another infamous stadium show. 
the New Jersey Turnpike, which is one of the main arteries to get to Giant Stadium, was closed because of a fire. What normally took about two hours from the shore took us five hours to pull into the parking lot. And we got there just as the concert started. So we sat there, we went we went to our seats, and again, you know, seen Bruce Springsteen, loved the show, was a great time, but... And there's a big but here. Uh, the person I was seeing at the time was not a Bruce Springsteen fan, and she could care less. And she kept leaving, going to smoke, and she wasn't into the concert. My daughter was a little tired from the uh, getting there. I mean, it was just, it, it wore us out. It was a hot day, too, and you're stuck in traffic on a hot day. It's just it's terrible. And so finally I said, listen, let, let's try and beat the traffic. Let's go during the encore. Well, my sister has never let me forget we walked out while I was playing Born to Run. My comment was, you know, I've seen him play Born to Run how many times? We've seen him do it. I mean, it's the same song. It's not going to change, you know? And she was she was pissed at me, though. Uh, we did leave because, again, we just I, I wasn't sure what traffic would be like. And, of course, we zipped out of there, and we're home in no time flat. But, you know, that, that's the price you pay. Well, anyhow, Bruce Springsteen was called upon another set of concerts to close out giant stadium it was the last concert there and uh, i called it the wrecking ball uh, shows by the way did a song called wrecking ball too and so i obtained a couple pairs of tickets to two different shows of that stand i went there with my buddy scott first night and we saw darkness on the edge of town and then uh the um or, or the river i think it was the river was the show and then I went next to last night, and he did Darkness on the Edge of Town. I took my sister this time. We did not leave early. <laughs> we stayed till the bitter end, <laughs> and I made sure of that. But at that point, again, I thought, well, okay, you know, I've seen Bruce Springsteen a lot. It's great. Well, then my niece Betsy and I really became close, and I, she hadn't gone to see Bruce Springsteen. So I made a promise we'd go to see him, got tickets for his uh MetLife Stadium shows. I think it was the first shows that he did at MetLife Stadium. And in 2012, we went. Now, the concert was delayed because of a thunderstorm. And we had to wait that out. And it was also the eve of his birthday. So after 12 midnight, it was his birthday. So we all sang happy birthday to him. And I was very lucky. A couple of weeks later, they replayed it on East Street Radio. And I was able to record the concert. So I have a copy of it. It was it was a great show and she just loved it. And we had a great time. Although again, we got out of there at like at one, one in the morning. So we come now to Bruce on Broadway. Now I was a certified or verified fan through Ticketmaster, And I tried and tried to get tickets. Finally, I was able to score them for early October, two tickets. Betsy and I were going to go. It was going to be a great time. Then real life intervened. And I ended up moving to Georgia in June. So, and I knew I wasn't going to be able to come back up. So I gave the tickets to Betsy and she uh, went with her uh, cousin and, uh, <laughs> and they enjoyed the show. I think it's funny because it's been available on Netflix since, and I never, I never watched the show. I don't know why I didn't. Maybe it was because I, I didn't get a chance to see it, but uh, I never watched the show. So here we are in 2022 and, and he is going to go on tour in 2023 and i have a chance now to get tickets to go see him in atlanta i call my sister she wants to go but you're hearing stories of inflated prices 
And again, I'm the kind of guy who, if you're in the building, it's great. I don't really care. You know, I'll, I'll take a cheap seat. You know, you're up in those weeks. Who cares? Everybody, you can hear the concert. That's what the concert's about. And so we'll see what happens. But I am just kind of curious to see if I can get tickets. And it, again, it's the, the thrill of the chase and stuff like that. But the other part of this, the other side of this is a conversation I had with my old boss. And we're talking about a lot of these rock and rollers. You know, these guys who, who really have played for a while now into their 70s. And you keep wondering when the performance drop-off is going to happen. And you go, well, I think, I think I've seen enough, you know, because I don't want to ruin the image I have of them. And I kind of wonder if we're getting to that point to Bruce Springsteen. Now, as I said, he is famous for his long concerts. I mean, let's face it. I have never gone to a Bruce Springsteen concert and said I didn't get my money's worth because he always puts on a great show and a long show. But you got to kind of wonder if he's going to hit a point where it's going to be tough for him to do that because, I mean, let's be realistic, folks. No matter what shape you're in, he's 70 years old. He's, he's, over, he's in the 70s. I mean, that's, that's father time's going to catch up with him. It'll be curious to see what happens. And, again, I'm looking forward to it. I'll let you know, of course, if I do end up getting tickets. Uh, that is my, my on-sale date is, I think, Wednesday of next week. So uh, I'll let you know on the next trip's take. And that is trip's take for July 21st, 2022. Uh, by the way, I am guesting this week on TV Travis's podcast, Wait, You Haven't Seen, talking about the movie Avatar. It is available online. Do a uh, search for it on podcast. And it was a lot of fun. We had a great time talking. And boy, I got to tell you, uh, just enjoyable. And we talked about a lot of different things too. Long conversation. Check out the podcast. I'd love to hear your comments and questions about Trips Take. All you got to do is email tripstake at gmail.com. Any questions, comment, whatever you have to say. Fantasy football players, get ready. Fantasy season is upon us. The Fantasy Sultans, yours truly, and Mike Sheck will be back on Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, and other podcasts. Those. If you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, Bruce Springsteen included, uh, go to WTRS Radio, powered by Live365.com. Join me again next week. For now, Trip Rogers. Thanks for listening. Make it a great one.